Okay, trendsetters, welcome back to Chat with the Hat. And uh, I'm Dave, and I've just got my backside back from trackside over at SMP. And Rowan's all got his makeup wiped off because he's just got himself back from the Logies when he got all frocked up. How'd you go, Ro? Yeah, it was fantastic, mate. Logies, were they on this weekend, were they? No oh, I thought I saw you on the red carpet. <laughs> sure, sure, that was you yeah. in the heels. <laughs> yeah, it must have been a good night if I can't remember it. So, <laughs> welcome to the Logies, mate. Welcome to the. Lo- I'm not saying nose beers, but I'm not not saying it. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we've uh, just had our um, SMP round up there. So while we were sort of getting around all of that, um, dude, we almost won the test. Look, I, I reckon if it wasn't for that rain and that delay, just you know, Australia only having what forty odd overs to try and get the 150 runs required they were they were pushed to go hard for it i think it was less than 40 overs at the end of it so i think without that new ball um we probably yeah, would have that won was, that that but, was uh, dodgy talk about that's pointing that's about as dodgy as you can possibly get there was a, you went from a ball that was not swinging white and and scuffed up and and soft as all hell to probably the newest ball i've ever seen that's not a new ball so that yeah, was they uh, got themselves yeah. out of the out of the trouble there because they started swinging straight away and then that little mid order mid order collapse there didn't help as much. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So I'm looking look at it going, we've got this surely two and a half runs and over. We just pop this around and we'll get there. No, oh, we would have had it. I think without that ball change and the and the, the rain the, the rain delay, I, I think we would have had it. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be. But that's all right. It doesn't matter. The urn's coming back to Australia, so that's all that matters at the end of the day. We've got that's the it. series. Got the draw, and that was all we needed to uh, retain the Ashes. So, suck that, England. Yep. And uh, the Matildas, how good do they what go? A win. What a win! Four nil. Four nil. Absolutely slaughtered Canada. So, and one of the best, one of the one of the top teams, Canada. I think they did. They did. They win the Olympics. Yeah, the, they did. Uh, Olympic yeah, gold so medalist. Yeah. Olympic gold medalist and got wiped four nil. So, well done, girls. Was, uh, let's hope they can continue it on because I've. Uh, Heard rumours that Albo might be giving us a public holiday if they win the whole thing. So, dude, it's not the Americans' Cup. <laughs> okay, no, no Australian soccer team has ever come close to winning the World Cup. So I reckon mate, the first time it does, close. we deserve it. So this is as close <laughs> as we're getting, mate. This is it. We might be able to jag a win in the first of the next round of sixteen, but I don't see us pushing all the way through. Not unless Sam's yeah. actually fighting fit and does some of her magic. So, yeah, we'll we'll see though, but uh, not great win nonetheless. So bring on yes, the uh, bring yes, yes, congratulations to the girls. So we're there, we're still there, we're still alive. We are now. It was that big of a win by Australia that one of my Canadian friends actually went and got herself Australian citizenship today. So went to the game last night, got that crushed that uh, that Canada got beaten four 0 Went and done her Australian citizenship test, aced it, and she's now an Aussie citizen. So <laughs> that's no word of a lie, by the way. That is legitimate. <laughs> Okay, that's the ultimate bandwagoner. I'm now actually changing countries. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Jen. Yeah, welcome to the uh, welcome to the crew, Cobber. Um, so yeah, I went up to Sydney for the weekend and uh, went up there Thursday night. Hung out with some mates. We went to the track on Friday for practice day. No supercars on Friday. It was all supports, which was pretty casual and laid back, just wandering around. But that night we went down to the Wenty Legs Club. My lord, that joint is huge. It is massive. Yeah. It's got like a massive full food court. It's like maybe five, six different restaurants in it. Oh, eateries oh, nice. that you can order from, like the full pokies on one side, a couple of bowling greens, full outdoor area area. So went hanging out there on dinner. 
Friday night with some of these marshals. And um, this weekend, who are not marshalling, they are pit crewing. So Tegan and Tammy were on the spanners with Shane because he's running two of the super utes up there with Royal Harris and uh, Lachlan Gardner. They're actually his cars. He's just his cars nice. that he runs. So they were off the uh, shiny shirts and into the work shirts, working on changing motors out. And the girls had a, an education on what it is to be pit crew. They learnt very quickly. Nice. I look what a 10 mil socket is real quick. <laughs> what it's a 10 mil socket? I've never seen one. It's, it's what you're looking for most of the time. And <laughs> 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 you're dropping it down the engine bay. <laughs> never seen one. I've, got, I've had a lot of socket sets. I don't think any of them have ever had a 10 mil in it. So, <laughs> dead set, by law, a socket set should come with three 10 mil sockets in it. At least. At least you'd have one for three days then, so. Well, that's right. Or yeah. one long sh- one long shift, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody ridiculous. So that was good fun, but, uh, catching up with them and uh, caught up with a bunch of other Erebus Army fans that we, we normally see at the circuit, like uh, Greg and Katrina. They came out for dinner with us. Yeah, nice. And, uh, and Jay from Zane Morse's team, he was up there helping out with the Super Utes as well. And nice. I think he ended up, might have even been helping out down at the Triple Eight GT garage oh, yeah. for a little bit as well. They were a bit short. So I think he ended up jumping down there for a, for a bit. Um, Very nice. I'll tell you right now, mate, even though supercars are the number one sort of category in the country, just ask Scafie, he'll tell you. <laughs> the more I hang out with the support class categories, the more I'm getting into that 100%. It's this yeah. grassroots stuff and this feeder categories and the development and everybody else who's out there still racing just as hard. And a lot of the times is actually better racing. There is so much more going on out the back than what you see with Jess just sitting there chatting away to Chad walking up and down the pit lane. Yeah. There is. That's no, so- great. I, I think grassroots racing in Australia has never been stronger than it is now, I reckon. So. And it's, it's only gaining in popularity as well, which is awesome. So seeing these smaller categories actually get a bit more recognition and, and people, are, people are starting to follow them. So, you know, it's great. It's what we want to see. Well, it's evidenced by the sheer fact that these other categories, uh, actually the grid is swelling. There's more cars yeah. coming into there. Uh, it's obviously accessible. It's obviously not as expensive as it could be. So mm. it's it's uh, relatively, I'm doing those air quote things, relatively yeah. affordable, even though it does say motorsport on the box. <clears throat> um, well, there was 21 utes on the grid this yep. weekend, which is the record biggest ever had. So that was awesome. Yeah. Record grid for the utes. And the racing was door to door. And uh, one of our younger blokes, Harry Gray, was up there for the weekend. He was having a bit of a squirt. He done all right. He got himself a top five on the Saturday. I saw. I don't, I don't actually. I missed it all. Their racing on the Sunday, so I don't know how he went on Sunday. But on Sunday, Sunday he was um, top third. Like I think he was seventh. I think he was seventh. Yeah. Um, Not bad. Seventh or eighth. Uh, Holly Esprey, who was debuting in the Utes this weekend. In the yeah, in, well, she got Utes. top ten on Saturday. So yeah, I think and then moved up and then went to ninth. And then started oh, in eighth. And, yeah. yeah, and then she she actually took Has because Has been a little bit wide. She was putting oh, nice. on on Harry, <laughs> and uh, those two were just literally <clears throat> fighting with each other. And then she blasted past him, and I came back on the last last lap. As, as I'm looking down, I see um, Holly behind Casey, and I'm going, "Oh, she must have gone wide. Like she's just dropped a spot." No, no, no. I got it all wrong. She's actually caught up to him. <laughs> she, nice. she was because she she was chasing that sort of top battle pack yeah, from the, from the mid pack as she was coming through. 
And I thought maybe she'd already had that slot. And then I looked back and went, no, no, there's Harry behind her. No, no, she's actually caught up. She was, nice. she was on a flyer on the Sunday. So that's Fair a pretty it. successful yeah, nice. round for her, considering there's 21 cars out there. And yeah. the first first go out, uh, absolutely yeah. flew. Absolutely flew. No. So congratulations, Holly. And nice good to work. catch up with with Harry again. Um, it's, it's a one-off for him at the moment for this year. It was just um, – just for this round at the moment. There might be something in the future, but he doesn't have a – he's not doing the rest of the season at the moment, so. No, I hope we can see, see him get a few more races. Yeah, always good. Yeah, yeah that would be good. Uh, Michelin Sprint Challenge Porsches, yep, they're noisy. Yep. 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 <laughs> okay, moving on. And the T86s, they uh, behaved themselves, actually. It didn't turn into pinball. So they did, yeah, which is uh, very unusual for the uh, for the eighty sixes. So yeah, there's about six thousand of those guys out there. And yeah, I, I don't, like I don't 30, think there was a single single safety car this weekend for the eighty sixes. No, I don't so. remember seeing. I don't remember seeing one. There certainly wasn't contact. A couple of people might have gone off, but I yeah, I, I think they were, you know got themselves back on. So yeah, well, that's a good thing about SMPs. You. You're a long way from the walls, even if you do go off. So there, you know the walls which we'll aren't... talk about a little bit later because one of our boys has sort of find out how far he had to go. But um, S five thousands is a very quick wrap. Uh, they've got their new tire this year, uh, this round for the rest of their existence. They've got a new soft, uh, new compound tire that seemed to have done the trick. Uh, they had more grip. They heated up straight away, so they got tire temp up straight up. The they had three to four good ag- aggressive attacking laps before the tires might have started to overheat a little bit. So then they have to like back off a little bit, just get a bit of cooler temp in them, and then have another go. Improved the steering, tipping into the corner. Aaron Cameron just blitzed everybody all one all all three races for GRM, and uh, that's the difference when you don't have a Joey Mawson or a is, Jimmy yeah. Golding. It opens and it up for everybody else. <clears throat> And the uh, lap record beaten by a second, which I think I said they were probably going to tumble some lap records last uh, last ep. So on the money there. So well well done, Aaron Cameron, for a for a clean sweep. Yep. And, Aaron Love uh, had his debut. He had his go. He had, he had his fun in Joey's car. Uh, loved it. Barguano was sorry. How'd he go? Love. Mid pack. Yeah, yeah. Top half. Yeah. 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 Uh, they did. They, again, they still did spread out. Unfortunately, this category only had nine cars because that's the, yeah. the that's the uh, if there if there is a problem with the category, it's just sheer numbers. Yeah, um, lack of yeah. So they yeah they did start to spread out relatively quickly, but there were some nice tidy little close battle packs. Um, you know, with a couple of cars pushing for overtakes, and there was a little bit of contact. Um. I think it was with Aaron Love's car, actually, himself. I think it's front wing. Um, made a bit of contact. But, you know, they're going for a move. They're using push to pass as well, trying to get underneath blokes in front. And it was being used in different sections at different points of time. So that wasn't just everybody slamming it at the same time, which gave a net zero gain. It was actually yeah. more more judiciously used. And there were some advantages gained. So that I think that category is moving engineering-wise into the right direction. It's going to get more cars on the grid. It's all they need. Yeah, it's cost. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that's still quite an expensive category to, to yeah. get in. I think it's like 400 grand for the car. And well, when um, there's no real room for them to advance anywhere from that category as well, especially within Australian motorsport, it's, you know. Well, F3. There's, there's, there's no incentive for them to, 
to really be racing there. Are F3 even looking at them? Like, is, is are the European teams even looking at this category? Like, I don't know. So, well, but that's that's where you come from. I mean, you, you go to well, they start in Formula V at fourteen years old, then they yeah. move up to Formula Ford. Yeah. If you want to keep doing open wheelers, we don't have the F five thousands anymore. We got the five yeah. thousands. There is F three. Is F three still racing in Australia? I haven't seen it for a yeah. while. No. no, they're not. We'll see how they go. But I'm hoping they do pick up and they do manage to get a full grid eventually. But until until they do, it's going to be pretty lackluster racing, unfortunately. Probably the wrap up for the supports. We'll just move straight through those. That uh, very entertaining. Nobody was really leaving the seats. There really wasn't a toilet category. You know, you just had to pick and choose which one you, you didn't. You had to sacrifice to, to leave as far as the track action was just, concerned. Just so. the Porsches. Yeah, oh, GTs, you know, there's GTs. Oh, yeah, GTs were there, that's right, yeah. Yeah, about they the GTs were there doing GT things. Um, there was a little bit of contact going on there, a bit of push and shove, actually, in the GTs. Uh, that was a bit of fun. But yeah, when you're just doing the 60-minute timed racing and whatever, sometimes I can get into it, sometimes I can't. It's all very sophisticated and very gentlemanly, to be perfectly frank. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it when I've been at the track, but it's not that great to watch on television, so... Uh, radio. So let's probably boogie straight in because there was a little bit of spice. Now I told you there was going to be some spicy action last potty. You did. It's going. It's going to get a little bit funky, and it was wasn't quite the funky that I was actually anticipating. But uh, I was hoping we were going to put to bed the whole parody thing, but that's obviously <sighs> not the case. I uh, know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought Deg was going to be the biggest issue. Like everyone's just going to be blasting on about Deg, and then then that brings us back to the parody circle again. But barely yeah, heard about Deg over the weekend, though. No, so. I don't think Deg was as bigger. I think the Deg was uniform and managed quite well by all of the teams. Yeah, uh, as best as they could manage their rear tires, and so there wasn't a great deal of massive difference between the two models with their tires competitive and then just falling off the cliff yeah i think they were consistently in race pace from where they started to where they finished as such you know what i mean there, there wasn't like a bunch of guys qualifying with the mustang at the start at the top and then 10 15 laps into the first stint before the first pit stop they just start plummeting back down the field because the tires have been blistered yeah. and yeah. and I, I don't remember seeing a great deal of uh noise about that but we heard about a noise about a whole bunch of other stuff yeah, no, not with Deg. There wasn't a lot at all. They all had their four-tire four stops. You were never going to do two because then you would have heard about it. They all four tires at all their pit stops, and they were, uh, no, seemed pretty good. So, but, Yeah, uh, so we'll, we'll boogie <laughs> on with the uh, Saturday night race. So let's go straight away. Night racing. It is cool. It makes for a very long day, but it is really cool. I am a big fan of night racing. That whole Love it. sunset transitioning as the light's coming down and under lights, those liveries, and they didn't even do any special like glow in the dark liveries or anything for the cars. Frosty he did. He, what he did a reflective li livery. Yeah, had all the blue on his car was reflective. Ah, oh, cool. Well, all yeah. the other ones look. The standard liveries looked like they were glowing in the dark themselves. They looked amazing yeah. under the lights. So um, yeah, that was looked, way looked cool. Awesome. I'll tell you good, one good thing, race, really. Dinner time at a racetrack, which is kind of uncommon. They had heaps of food vans there. Good selections of food, um, not that I had any. And the queues were monstrous. Yeah, As everybody decided that. after that GT race leading up to the um, supercars Saturday night, 
And then we yeah. oh, we'll just duck off and get some dinner now. Get ready for it. Yeah, you and 10,000 other people. Well played. well played for um, your timing. Literally pro- run off their feet. Probably shouldn't be giving this one away, but you, you always, always wait till about probably two or three laps into the main race. Duck off. Grab yourself a quick bite to eat. You miss five laps. You'll come back and you'll you'll have got your food without having to wait in line. And you've only missed a couple of laps of a of a sixty lap race, you know. So yeah, a lot of people so, had that idea as well. But, yeah, but, I did that, but unfortunately yeah. for them, the one hour long queue prior to them was still there. <laughs> was you know down to a, like a twenty minute queue. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pack pack your own lunch. Small tip, people: bring food. Yeah. Damn That's straight. what we did. We went to Woolies, made food while we were sitting at the side of the circuit. So Saturday night race, uh, Quali. Quali was cool. I didn't have got any notes for Quali, but it was, it was a long time ago. Saturday, Saturday is like four days ago. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it was a seven o'clock at night when we start the race. And uh, yeah, I'd been at the racetrack all day, so it had been. Oh, yeah. It's already a late night. <laughs> Brady was definitely in front by turn one. I know that much for sure. So. Yeah, got himself off the line real well, and he oh, ne- no. never no, really. No, 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 no. Saturday night, Andre got pole. That's right, he did, didn't he? Yeah, Andre, Andre got pole. pole. Yeah. Um, he he blitzed through the quali session. That's right, but by well, by turn up there. That's right, but by turn one, Will and Brady were first and second. That's right, because yes, Will got an because Cam Waters ripper launch. Yeah, Cam Waters was actually uh third. Yeah. So I well, know. Oh, forget about fourth. this Red Bull. Red Bull. Triple yeah, R, no, it wasn't Erebus at all, yeah. No, it was Erebus and BJR and, and Waters. Yeah. And uh, Andre bogged it, absolutely bogged the start. Yeah, and Cam didn't get the best one either, but Will, Will from fourth place on the grid, he was right up Brody's backside and, and going into turn one, they were first and second, and that was just, you know, that, well, that if start if you watched all the racing ripper. over that weekend, getting pole position was no real advantage as far as the, the good side of the track to launch from. The outside the was actually... the dirty side of the track, yeah. Yeah, it was bit, way better gripped up for all yeah. categories. Everybody was, like, yeah. launching off the right-hand box. Yeah. So until Nothing. we start going to staggered boxes like F1 do, where there's yeah. literally an advantage for being ahead of the box behind you, when, yeah. you, when, you, when our boxes will maintain side-by-side, you're sort yeah. of at the slave of, you know, fast side, slow side of a circuit, depending on what's happened previously. Yeah, other than the other than the thousand dollar check, you you really don't want to be in uh being P one at Sydney Motorsports. So Well at this weekend, no, it didn't seem to help anyone. Um No. Well it never has. It's just the dirty side of the track. There's just no grip out there. The the grip's all on the other side of the track. So Well it seemed we're to all be down, yeah. And speaking so. of grip, I went down to the Army guys here, you know, the Armageddon boys and Matilda and Without they did all the burnouts up in Townsville. Yeah. I went down and had a chat with those guys and I said, Are you guys getting on circuit today? He said, Nah, nah, we'll turn them <laughs> up. We'll turn them on, but no, we're not doing burnouts and stuff. I said, Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know we're not doing a shootout, but yeah, yeah, let's uh not do that. The next day, I know I'm jumping ahead a bit, but the next day I went down to the garages because I needed to talk to one of the um uh Brad Jones engineers, trying to do my wingman duties for a friend of ours. Uh, trying to set him up on a date. And while I was talking with uh, good old Harry, and whoever is out there, you know who I'm talking about, not Harry Gray, good old Harry from BJR. He's the only mechanic with his own signing cards at the moment because he's, he's turning into a superstar. Um, he said, you guys are going fast, right, BJR? Because they were. They were qualifying fast yeah. and raced fast on Saturday night too. And I said, uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, no, we've got it all locked up. It's good. We're 
pretty happy. So it's a bit of bad luck about Andre not getting off the line. And he goes, yeah, yeah, we know what happened there. Like, we got that sorted out. So we'll be right for, like, for Sunday, no dramas. I said, yeah, so what was it? Was it just, um, like, a slipping clutch or something? And just like, he goes, nah, 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 he just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. Yeah. Happens to the best of us. And I can say that without getting a Motorsport Australia fine, which we will be getting back to. So, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, Saturday night racing, buddy. It went for 200 kilometres of zooming around on that almost 4K circuit under lights. Yeah. As the night went colder, the cars got faster. That was great. The action wasn't wasn't too incredible for the most part of the race, but it spiced up right towards the end there. Got quite, quite well, it was for the strategies because we weren't working out. Yeah. We weren't sure who's doing a two-stopper, who's going to do a three-stopper. As it turned out, a lot of people were trying to do a three-stop. Yeah. About half, like, was split between a two-stop tyre strategy with your 80 litres. Some, there was even a two one-stoppers out there. Yeah, he was on, on the one Andre stopper. and Reynolds. Yeah, that's right, Andre. I knew Andre was one of them. Reynolds was on a one-stopper as well, was he? Yeah, that's they ballsy. just chucked the whole 80 litres in and went, like, let's go. Yeah. At his, at his ballsy on a high-deg tyre track. I don't think it worked out too well from either. They were both mid, mid to back. Well, back they got, well, they the got the caught race. out with a safety car. That's which we're getting right. to yeah. at towards the end, yeah. ten laps to go when we had the safety car, the only safety car of the race. Yeah, that's when they came in, and then they had to come in. They went in and said, "Bugger, we'll go put some new tires on because it's a safety car." But yeah, that whole thing, like they just plummeted back down the screen position yeah. after that. It'll, it'll do yeah, but it definitely spiced it up that safety car for our. For, well, that's all right. That's because David didn't even finish. Davey, uh, Davey was the one that caused that safety car. So with his. I think it was a front suspension foul, which just it was sent him straight into the wall. So yep. ended, 38 up, ended G. up in a real weird spot. 38G was it? Geez, that's a big 38 G. He's pretty right. sore. He was pretty sore. I didn't, I didn't see any footage of it. There was no footage of it. So I actually have no idea what's happened there. But yeah, I knew there, it, like you could see it hit the wall, but there was there was no replays or anything of it. So Well, no, because it's such an unlikely place for anything to be focused on. Yeah. Everybody was focusing on the other turn, like the end of the Yeah. Coming up to, I think it was turn 10 or turn, turn 10, turn yeah, 9? Turn, yeah, in between turns 8 and 9, I think it was. And yeah, end up in yeah. The, kind of on the grass in the near turn 10. In the infield. So, yeah. It Which, took yeah, two it was laps like, for them to call the yellow, though. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was just sitting there thinking, like, what the heck's going on? There's a car sitting in the middle. Like, fair, I, I get that it was off, you know, in a, in a pretty inconspicuous place. The chances of having another car end up there are pretty slim. Oh, but very. it's still, there's a car stationary... The minute yeah, there 20, were men walking the around, because so, there were two yeah. marshals out there that had already gone over, yeah. and, that, and Reynolds got out of the car as well. So the minute yeah, well, that there's that, someone walking, that's when you have to throw the yellow. You've got to pull the car, yeah, yeah. Which they did. And they, yeah, they should have done it straight away. But, you know, it's, I mean, they, they did they did eventually, and they did when there was people out. They were just, just throw it straight away. Like, you're going to have to clear the car, just get it done. So. Well, you can leave the car quite happily there, just parked up, because no one's going to hit it. Like, literally, yeah. to hit that car, you're going to have to aim for it and drive <laughs> at it. <laughs> You're not going to accidentally just get there, but it's another it's another front end uh, failure, just like all the steering racks that we had all weekend. Uh, I tell you, every manager's dog we're throwing steering racks at this car still. That's a problem. That's a big there issue. There was a lot. There were a lot of steering uh, racks being done up and down the lane. Not every one of them got airplay. Um, like considering the fact you you look at series like NASCAR, where they they can they can hit a wall on a 
on an oval circuit where they're doing 170, 180 miles an hour, they can clout a wall pretty heavy and they will just drive off. Like they'll, they'll just keep on going. Like admittedly, they've got the safer barriers that have a bit of leeway and they stuff do. in them. But still, to hit that, to hit a wall that side on and just drive off or another car for that matter and just drive off, you know, the tire walls at Chicago, just plowing into the tire barriers at 150 k's an hour and just pull the car out of the tire barriers and just drive off i think it's a massive design flaw with these new cars unfortunately and it's gonna it's gonna be a problem especially at tracks like bathurst and stuff like that where it only takes the tiniest little knock you got there's no give there there's no there's no, no runoff time. there's nothing like that there's no tires you know there's very few tires around it's going to be concrete more, more than likely if you go off there and uh you know, at a race the yeah, But that happened with the old cars too, mate. You clip it inside curb, it just spews well, you straight across. It doesn't matter bath, what you bath, do. Bath as you hit a wall, doesn't matter whether you're in an old car, a new car, an XC nah. Falcon that's that's built like a brick shit house or whatnot. You hit a wall there, you're stuffed. But <laughs> pretty much. It's, pretty uh, much. But they, they, they were meant to be built so they could get them fixed really quickly. They haven't been doing that either. And if someone hits a wall on a Saturday afternoon and can't get that car fixed like they should be able to for Sunday and you're out of the race, that's 300 points gone begging straight right. away. So yep. there's, a, there's a lot of, lot of risk involved in that. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that all ends later on in the year. So yeah. Erebus had a fantastic Saturday at the end of that crazy after Reynolds throws the yellow for everybody. Yeah, it was great. Good old Brody's so, just like driving away at the front. There's a massive yeah, battle in behind him with Chaz Browning and SVG. Oh, that was awesome. That and, and Waters and Waters and Waters, and Waters, was, Waters, Waters was, was in the was middle of that well, too. Yeah. But he had his. We'll get to this in a second. He already had his yeah. five second penalty hanging <laughs> over him. To, and there was a battle of four, and Waters wasn't leaving. He wasn't rolling out because he had a five second no. penalty. He actually wanted to go faster no. to try to well, limit the it. amount of damage that five seconds going to cost him in positions. Well, he was just he was just ensuring that he kept himself in front of those guys so that he didn't drop further back and and lose more positions because he Correct. knew he was going to lose he knew he was going to lose those positions that was a that was a given but yeah. yeah that that battle between those guys for went on for a good couple of laps too for a good at least lap or two they were side by side they were passing each other it was awesome racing as well so well, how was that move from yeah. Chazzy on the inside took yeah. them both because they used to like just, uh, Will and um Will and Shane. And it was Will and Cam. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they went a little bit wide on their apex. Yeah. And then Chaz is going, I'm just going to go tight here. Because check gonna, this out, boys. Hold <laughs> yeah. my beer. I'm off. <laughs> that, was, uh, that, that was awesome racing. Like, that's, that's what we want to see from this category, like constantly. We want to see those cars in packs like that, just running side by side. Given a little nudge here and there, like, you know, there's a little tiny bit of contact every now and then. That's You want to see that in, in racing and just, you know, but being respectful as well, though. They they could have wiped each other out a million times during that battle that they were having, but the all four of those drivers were just, you know, a little little nudge here and there, a little bit of a lean on the car, but they were just, it was such awesome racing just to see them so close together, side by side for like five corners in a row, just you know, as motorsports fans, that's that's the shit you want to see. That is that that's is the racing. intention of Gen Three yeah. to have yeah. two Camaros and two Mustangs yeah. in a battle pack fighting for second and third. Yeah. And like one car, some cars going to have to be winning. And Brady was letting these four fight it out amongst themselves while he was just making a small buffer. Right? It's off. only a second or two, just a just yeah. little bit. He wasn't driving away. Um, so we did have the Mustangs and the Camaros uh, fighting. 
with their yeah. new Mustang tweaks and the Camaros with their uh, new engine mapping that they were going to use in Darwin, but they used it here yeah. instead. Let's get to that. Let's get to that leaning part. So we all know that Brody came first, Chaz second, and Brownie third. Five do we seconds. just do we just want to quickly lean on why Cam had the five second penalty first? So that was uh yeah we can go there now. So I was, I, I was, I was going to do that on the penalty section. I've got an entire section yeah, on. All right, let's first. let's save it for then. Then we'll go because yeah. that was a penalty. So yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the the Shane, Shane and Shane and Will battle. It's uh you know he's he's been giving it giving it to the Erebus boys all year, but uh, it uh, got a little got a little bit more heated this time around than uh, than it has previously. So not necessarily on the track, but it definitely. Definitely got spicy off the track after it, didn't it? So, which we're yeah. about to move, we're about to move forward yeah. into. First of all, what was your thoughts on the actual move itself? Like, do you, do you reckon it was warrantable of a penalty, or do you reckon it was just let him race? After a lot of review and trying to trying to take my Erebus hat off, yeah, you know, if if the roles were reversed or it was a completely neutral two teams, if they were just if it was per cat versus Macaulay Jones, like just yeah. completely non-emotional attachments. Yeah, the entry into the corner where he was right up Will's butt as he was propping yeah. in turn eight, like absolutely every single driver does at SMP because that's the only way to protect your line at yeah. SMP in turn eight is to get into the inside of the apex, run around, prop, like just yeah. roll, roll a little bit slow, wait till you're squared up, hold the guy up behind you so he doesn't get a good jump and then boot it, right? Yeah. So that's how you do turn eight. Every single driver does that in turn eight. So coming in, Shane's tap, tap, push, push. Yeah. I'm, I'm all good with that. Yeah. The last push where he was actually on the bumper bar, and just driving Will forward, which yeah. eventually pushed him off the line and then took the inside and the advantage because now Shane's on Shane's on the gas and Will's still on the brake. Yeah. Right? And that's not blocking. No matter what people on the internet there, no matter what these oh. one-eyed Allegiant fans on everyone's lounge room with a keyboard, keyboard in their worries. hand, yeah. that is not blocking. That is called driving in racecraft. And if you don't understand yeah. that, you need to understand a bit more about how cars work and how drivers work to make these cars position for their yeah. own advantage. That is not illegal. It's not cheating. It's actually called racecraft. So Shane's on the gas. Will's on the brakes. Will gets pushed sideways. By the time he ends up getting off the brake to save the car's position and point it, drive on, Shane's already on the inside and off he goes. Yeah, That is actually a push and run. It's not necessarily a bump and run. It's a push yeah. and run. So I'm 100% agreeable with the penalty in the manner in which he executed it this time when, you know, we know he goes up to the line and he yeah. pushes the rules to the line to the extent of the rules. He went on with it for just too long on the exit of that turn. If he had yeah. rolled out a little bit and it was just a third tap as opposed to the push, yeah, then he would have got away with it. But Will would not have been pushed out to the off the apex yeah. on the exit. So that's the way I see it. And I'm trying to be as less Erebus-y as I can. Um, and I'm not saying Shane was cheating. And I know he's going to do it. And everybody knows he's going to do it. And it's no different than mm. what happened to Shane himself in Darwin with with uh, Will on his butt. Yeah. 
pushing and tap, and we'll, tap, tapping. And then Shane's and on we'll, the radio going, I've got my full brakes locked. He's hit me that hard. My back wheels are in the air. I'm on the yeah. full brakes. And he's just hit me because Shane was doing the same to him by yeah. popping in that corner as well to slow up the cars behind. So we'll, then he we'll gets a free run out. Darwin, so Darwin, yeah, in Darwin. Yeah, yeah. This, was, this was an identical reverse manoeuvre. Yeah. So you can't. You, you just can't take the two cars and you swap them. Yeah, yeah. So, so in ter- in terms of the penalty, I think yeah, it's it's warranted. Yeah, but Will got the penalty in Darwin for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so there's consistency. You know, and, there's Beto's consistency. It's consistency and it's warranted. In terms of would I like to see them be a bit more lenient and let cars rub and race? Yeah, I would. You know, I think it's. Well, isn't that what we thought we uh-huh. had after the investigation, after the protest, where Barry was going to lodge it, and then yeah, um, yeah, yeah, uh, weren't we weren't we going to be told that? Well, if that's the new standard, yeah. well, there's the line. Like, like the, yeah. this is the line in the sand now. Yeah. So we're going to be able to have at it. Yeah. Well, apparently and you should. Well, no. apparently that's not the line. The line's about no. half a second before where Shane Shane needed yeah. to roll out half a second before. And not yeah. push Will as far out to gain an advantage. And we remember they're playing for a podium. It's the last lap. It's like the oh, second yeah. last corner. So these guys are playing for sheep stations right now. No, you're playing for a trophy. So you know it's it's yeah. no holds barred at that point. So you know you, you're going to go for it. But and yeah, like the penalty, the penalty. I agree. For, I, I agree with. Would I? Yeah, as I said, would I like to see him let it go more often? Yeah, I would. Yeah, but do we want to start seeing bump and runs coming back in where literally you just line someone up, drill them and push them and then take their spot, especially on the last lap and someone loses a win? Uh, I mean, you know, as long as no one's getting hurt in the process, why not? But this is why we have the rule in, this is why we have the rule in there now, because that used yeah. to be the case. It used to be bash bash. So then we came yeah. in with the B pillar rule. Like you can't yeah. get under them and make contact unless you make it to the B pillar. Yeah. To, to get underneath uh, someone and push him out of a corner. And that's, you know, I, I don't say, you know, you, you should not I think be there's intentionally a, there's a certain, trying to wipe There's a certain Mr. Out, Kelly who won an entire championship doing that move. There, There is a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was indeed. But, you know, and that, like, once again, it's something NASCAR have done for years. They they allow their drivers to, they can go hard at it. They can try and yeah, wipe but do we want that to, to win a race. So, yeah. Do we want to go awesome. back to the it's dark old days? Because that is the dark old days. It is entertaining as all hell. I love watching NASCAR races all right, because so I'm going to ask go you this it, question so. then: Are we are we in the entertainment business as what Scaife would like to convince everybody that we are? Yeah. Or are we in the car racing business where we want to see natural, natural uh, race results without being influenced by dirty pool? Well, I think they're more in the car racing business and the entertainment in, in business. To be honest with you, so. They, they, so they this are. is why we're in the car racing business. This is a car racing yeah. rule. So, but I, I'd much prefer. I, I'm in it for the entertainment as a fan, you know. So, that's that's my personal opinion. I'd love yeah, to yeah, see them yeah. allowed a bit more. So, you know, there's a. I understand that it's a. It is a business for them, and it's car racing. But you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's people are watching it for entertainment. That's what it is, you know. Yeah, so how dirty how dirty does it need to be? I'm happy with side by side. I'm happy with it, like door banging and panel bashing. Happy as. I'm not happy with pit maneuvering. I'm not happy with like no. a, a full on bump and run. You shunt someone forward and then like push them wide and then you take in while they're controlling their car back because you've lined them up. We but used to have you did, that. You you did you did used to have it and the rivalries and the and the and the you know the things like that that come out of it the. 
the entertainment and the excitement that comes from it. Because you know if it happens yeah, to one square driver, one later on. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what they do in NASCAR. If, if someone yeah, the book of feuds. Bump, bump someone wide in, in one race, you can guarantee you're sure as shit that three races later, if he's on his bumper coming towards that checkered flag, yeah, you're you, know on the exactly, wall. you know exactly what's coming and you're looking for it, you know? And yeah, the, you're in the wall. So, and it keeps everyone on their toes. So, and you've got uh, drivers. Yeah, well, are, in that in that respect, it might keep them on their toes, but it, it's also but, not real flash when you're yeah, bidding and, a $750,000 car because some bloke's got a book of feuds. Well, that's another thing as well. Our cars are way more bloody expensive than a NASCAR as well. They're about three times the price. So, you know, it's a <laughs> about twice the price, not three times. So, you know, and once again, we've got a, you know, we, we, we've got a fragile little pedal of a car, whereas NASCAR, you can afford to give them a bump and the cars will be fine. So. Yeah, different design. There you are. You've just come back. Yeah, we, you went, went into space for a little while. Did we lose me? Did we? Oh no, we did. We did lose you for a little bit there. You went into the internet, and oh, uh, the internet just gave you back. So thank you, the internet. Thank you, internet. Um, yeah. So you were saying, uh, oh, we're just finishing up on that little point then. Um, with the yeah, no, just as a how much rubbing, <laughs> how much rubbing is racing? I suppose is where's the line? That's what we're talking about. Where is the line? Yeah. How much rubbing is racing? Well, in NASCAR, there's no line. You can you can effectively do what you want. So yeah, but we're not NASCAR, mate. And yeah, exactly. You know, we we are we are a different category, so we do have to have probably a little bit more rules than we than they do. But I'd I'd like them to see a little bit more lenient and just let the drivers sort it out for themselves sometimes. And if you you know that's it, you've got a reputation. If you want to be known as a clean driver, you're not going to do it. If you want to be a bit dirtier and and things like that, and you're going to get a reputation, and it'll stick. So you know. I tell, I, you, give... I tell you, I worked out where the line was on Saturday night at about 10 o'clock on the internet. Holy hell, did the internet lose oh, yeah. mind? Absolutely oh, lost its mind. The way, well, the way was... I've categorized it, uh, yeah. we'll get to it a little bit. We're moving into it really quickly, but we'll just clean up. We'll tidy off this. We'll put a bow in this one. We'll move on. So in this particular race, Shane was in the wild card chassis for this round. Because you know his his first chassis he hates because it's got issues and it's tracking left and steering and suspension issues and they couldn't find the gremlins right so they reckon they Dutto reckons he he nailed it they know what's going on with it I'm thinking well how do you know it now when you didn't know it the last three rounds we've been saying the same things but you found it that's okay so they've done like completely legal a pseudo test weekend for the wild card ready for the enduros. By, by putting, taking the super cheap panels off the cars and putting the Red Bull panels on the chassis and racing it, which is tracking perfectly fine. This car worked perfectly for Triple Eight this weekend. Yeah. So happy days for that. No big deal. I don't reckon Lance is getting his car back. I think Shane's keeping this chassis. <laughs> I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to hand it back. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to. No, not not a chance. Lounsey's lost that chassis. It'll be uh, he'll be in the uh, the Giz chassis come Bathurst, I reckon, and uh, just gonna have to make do with what he's got. Although they did yeah. take all three to the ride day yesterday, so that that was their shakedown for Shane's chassis. So as long as that was working fine, and Richie was out there cutting laps, and Zane Goddard was up there, and um, just getting around in the doing the ride day for Triple Eight. So see see how they go. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. 
Yeah, but no, nah, that'll be all right. All so, right. Yeah, nice. So I reckon we'll we'll leave the Saturday night chaosy stuff until we'll just have a very quick chat about Sunday, the one forty k race. Very yeah. interesting top ten. Nothing like the previous day. It was definitely mixed up. Like there was a like Mustangs all over the place. Um, MSR were up there. BJR were fast this weekend. Uh, our guys were like off the pace. Erebus, yeah, it didn't happen Chloe. in the daytime. Um, Andre was going to get pole for the second day until Shane just pipped him. Uh, Brock was right up, right up there as well. Waters. Uh, LeBrock, Bryce yeah. Forward was a surprise. I mean, I'm going off the top of my head here. I should have written this yeah, down. Yeah, no, Bryce, he had a Bryce, he had a good run. He was he had a, he had a magnificent weekend. Yeah. Well, this is this is all my you know pump up conversation I had with good old Harry down in. I reckon, yeah, down down in the middies garage. It was all my influence. Gave I did give him a couple of tips, and um, um, got him right up there. Yeah. So that was a. Uh, it was good good to see, you know, a little mix of cars and some cars that we haven't seen in the top ten frequently up there for the sat for the Sunday race. So but yeah, the uh, the Erebus boys just couldn't couldn't really piece it together. They were they were on fire during the uh, during the night time, but uh, on Saturday, but Yeah, daytime setup versus nighttime setup. It Yeah. Whatever we did quite find the grip. Didn't do it. Well, the extra extra heat in the track, they just yeah, they couldn't get the setup adjusted to compensate for that extra heat in the track. And, well, lots for UV. Yeah, you know. Well, that was still you know still both top ten. Well, I think Brody was fifth, yes, didn't he? Uh, eight, fifth eight and fourteen. We ended up. Yeah. So well, after yeah the race, but um qualifying was fifth and tenth, I think. So. Uh, yeah. They, uh, well, the reason yeah. the reason that uh, Willie ended up fourteenth was because of that turn one chaos. Well, he just got. Wiped out like it's racing incident, like there was nobody's oh, fault yeah. there, but uh, nobody yeah, was at know, fault a, here. Nobody's at no. fault. We're trying to go in four wide or three and a half, wide. yeah, <laughs> three um, and a half wide, yeah, three and a half wide. Because I mean, uh, he had a great start, like he had a massive launch and then just hung it to the right and just sent yeah. it down the outside, hoping that the guys on the inside yeah. are actually going to keep it tight. We're going to play nice, yeah, <laughs> and but no. Nobody wanted it's, to give up their position, though. It's kind of, well, they didn't have to like yield; they just had to keep it tight and turn, yeah. as opposed to drift. And but when you're soft, cold tires in the pack, dirty air, it's it's pretty hard to keep those cars going straight when you're uh, you know factor all those things in together. Well, when so. you're in the middle of the circuit and the left of the circuit, you've got the right hand, you've got the right to use the outside because the, yeah. that's where you're going to move. If you're hanging already on the outside, you've only got dirt on the outside of you. And it was yeah. unfortunate that it happened to be Anton and Dave. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, two former drivers. Two just, former uh, yeah. drivers <laughs> with Frosty just tucked in on the on tight on the inside, but yeah. he didn't take any part of this. He didn't actually make any contact whatsoever. It was Anton that slid into slid Reynolds. Into Dave who slid into, yeah. Who, who then into tapped yeah. Will and then followed him off. And both of them yeah. just shot through and started like pirouetting. Jeez, that was a wild the dirt. ride for Will though. That was, that was, uh, I, I, th- I thought he was going for a wall for a while it, there. So, that's, yeah. Bringing it back yeah. to my point at the start of this potty. Yeah, Will was trying to work out how far it, that wall actually truly is. <laughs> like, does, does he get all the way to the, uh, to the runoff? 
tarmac yeah. or does he pull up on the dirt and then yeah, he managed yeah, to make yeah. it to the tarmac? Yeah. Pluck a gear and go. In the wall. Yeah. But uh, no, that, that, was a, that was a wild ride. It's not a corner you want to be going off at, that's for sure. You're doing 200 or probably not at the start of the race, but you're doing, doing probably a good 150, 160 at that point still. So Yeah. 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 Well. <laughs> not, not, uh, not somewhere you want to go off the track but no you know look he, he done well to fight his way back to 14th after being dead last by quite a ways and no safety cars in that race so it's uh that, that, that's racing though so yeah exactly that's it the race itself on saturday was pretty and uh, sunday was pretty entertaining though it was a it was a good race shane done what shane does when he's got a good car and Done his, uh, done his obligatory. I'm just going to get out the front and and lead this race and and kept. Yeah, well, Andre there. Andre had like participation leading laps. Well, he did. He he led the. Well, he, I think it was. I don't know. Less three, ten, four laps or something. No, it was more than that. I think it was five, ten laps he led for. But uh, he, he was never going to stay there. Shane Shane was always going to get him. So he just you know he does does what Shane does. Follows behind for a little bit. Probably conserving his tires for a little bit while letting. It, you know, Andre chew his up trying to stay in front, and then off he went out in front and uh, and kept it there. Who got second that race? I can't remember. Heimgartner. Heimgartner. He did get second, didn't he? Andre Anton got, got yeah, third. So. Yeah, Anton, Anton came third, through. Yeah, got, yeah. And, like, Shane and Andre were, like, 15 seconds ahead of the field. Andre yeah. had legit car pace. Shane was five seconds oh, up, the, up the road well from really quick, Andre. Yeah. Then Andre yeah. came past, and then we looked around, and as, as Andre is crossing the line, which is the last few laps, the Anton on the boys are uh, still coming around the last turn. Squirting it out for turn 12. Yeah, yeah they had yeah. the whole – they basically two-thirds of the whole straight clear of the Just field, run, both of them. Running practice laps for the entire race, yeah. Legit pace. BJR have got their cars dialed in. Yeah, well, right. there were some good battles. Like, it was, um, yeah, forward, forward was in a in a couple of good little battles during that race as well. So you know, he pr- proved himself that he's got the medal to uh to run with the the big boys up the front and had him had himself in a couple of decent little battles throughout that race. So Andre's had what half a dozen podiums this year. Yeah, he's definitely. This is not new. Well, we can talk about that right now if you like. You know, we've we had can. nineteen races. Yeah, we've had eight different winners. Who wins? From six from six different teams, yeah, we've had nine different pole positions. Andre hasn't had a win yet. So who are the who are the race winners? Then we got Brock, Shane, Will, Brody, Frosty, Cam. By default, that's six. Yeah, by default. Yeah, um, Anton. That's seven. Who's the eight? Oh, LeBrock. LeBrock. That's Andrew who I was LeBrock. thinking. It was LeBrock. That's yeah. It. All right. There you go. Yep. So it wasn't. Yeah. There you go. I knew there was another one. I'm like, it's LeBrock. So it wasn't BJ. Heimgartner's had yes. pole. He's he's the one that actually does the pole position out of the nine yeah. different pole. Yeah. Pole winners we've had. There you go. All right. So no, it was it was Jack LeBrock. My my apologies to Jack LeBrock there giving away his win to uh to Andre. It was uh nah Jack Jack's got himself another win so. Well, well done, well done there. MS, MSR have actually been doing all right. They're inconsistent when it comes to keeping themselves right up there in the top ten, but they're, you know, they're they're no, getting they're decent not. results every now and then. No, they're well, not. they're not all they're not always right up there. Like in, in terms of the top ten, like top ten, but up the front of the top ten, so top five, I would say. So the second half yeah. of this first half of the year. So let's take out the first few rounds. Because what's yeah. this round seven, right? So we're only round, it's mid-season as yeah. far as the rounds go. 
although it was 19 out of 28. Um, the last three rounds since Darwin, and even just the round before then, which was Perth? I think it was Perth. Mm, Perth, yeah. Perth and then Darwin, then Townsville, then here. Oh, Sydney. Um, MSR, MSR have found something mid-seat, like second half of this current session. They've they've yeah. dialed in. They've got the car dialed in, and it's not a fluke. Yeah, they're, they're going fine. No. LeBrock is going fast, and Stoney's got the car going. Cam Hill was qualifying in racing line astern with with LeBrock. They were together. Yeah, they, they both got car pace. Cam Hill had an That's issue, good. like had a had a small issue, but took him down a few spots. Um, yeah, well, you know, we fucked up the pit stops. We fucked up two pit stops this weekend, and and we got undercut. Well, you know, it's uh, unfortunate because I thought that Erebus had fixed their pit stop problems, but there's another one. Yeah, there was a couple of errors. There's only what five pit stops this weekend, so and they've they've bungled two of them. So, well, Will Will yeah. came in and had the wheel turned, like the steering wheel turned physically. So when they're trying to pull the wheel off with the, oh, so that was Will's fault, was it? It ah, was absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. He's come into the pit box. He hasn't squared up the squared up the steering wheel. So they're trying to pull the front wheel off on the angle because it's facing towards the front splitter, oh, no. like the front guard. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. turn your wheel so we can get the wheel out of the wheel bay. The wheel. Oh arch. no, I, I missed that. I missed that. There you go. Yeah, that bro. was on him. Yeah, so, so but yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It costs us like three to four seconds just to like yeah get that done. And Brody had the same issue. No, not with the wheel, but he had a slow pit stop as well. And uh, we lost three three track position spots, which we could never regain. Yeah, it's oh, a bummer. Uh, well, it happens. It happens. Yeah. So and uh, so yeah, the the winners SVG SVG. There was no real controversy on the Sunday race, was there? It was pretty. Uh, well, other than the uh, million and one black flags that were that were handed out for. Well, that was over the course of the whole weekend. Really. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was, it was, it was black flag palooza. I'm getting yeah. to that. In his okay, let's just move straight into there. That's where we're at. So race let's one and race two. Segway. Yeah, great segue. Perfect. You've done well. That must be your Logies experience now, shining <laughs> through. You did look good in a frock, though. I'll give you Thanks, that. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah. So penalties. This is actually a section. <laughs> this is the first time it's actually been a section. Just a whole, because... a whole, whole segment of the potty. So, lead off with that one. So, like you said, every man and his dog was shown a bad sportsmanship flag for exceeding track limits. Did anybody actually get given a time penalty for it, though? I don't think they did. Nope. So, nah, yeah. nah, they just all got the warning and then became yeah. good boys. If it was a matter of listing the drivers that did get a bad sportsmanship flag this weekend, we'd be better off listing the drivers that didn't because it'd take us a lot less time. I would have done the four. <laughs> I would have done the four drivers that did not get a. Uh, and then by not getting one, I reckon their team manager or engineer would go, "You're not going hard enough because everybody yeah. else is going hard." So, yeah. you're keeping it too tidy. Lift your game, yeah. So that was that was the first one. Every man and his dog getting the uh, the bad sportsmanship flag for track limits, which you know, um, I gotta say, I'm not a fan of the track limits thing. If there's track there, let them use it, but you know, that's uh, that's the way yeah, it is. Fighting. They do like to penalize them, so yeah, no, we're, we're fighting. We well, need to have track limits just because you've got runoff on the outside of a corner for um, FIA rating or some bit more safety and a lot and a lot less carving up. Of the tires on the outside of a ripple strip. If it's, so yeah, but if it's there, 
if it's there, let them use it. If everybody's doing it, let them fucking use it. No, but then you have to make no. more track because you, no, you don't have that extra runoff. No, you don't. Just You're tell them not the to go off the track. Of the track. Tell you can have forty meters of of tarmac on the outside <laughs> of a yellow line. That's not yours. The yellow line at, is yours. At the end of the day, it's racing. If there's no more runoff and you go into the gravel and you screw your race, that's your problem. The yellow so, line yeah. is where the track exists. Doesn't matter what's behind it. There's, if it's there, let them use it. That's my theory. So okay. I hate it. I, I hate it. <laughs> Bin it. <laughs> we haven't got we haven't got there yet. <laughs> There's got to be a track limit for some point. You just can't go because some clown decided yeah, there to is, go there safe. Is, there is a track because limit. drivers have lost their skill, they can't stay within the limit of the track. We're going to give it's, them some safety runoff. Look at QR. Look what they did in turn three track. in QR. Turn, turn five. Turn five. It's turn six. Grass and it's called gravel. That's the limit. If you go into there, you know you've gone too far. Yeah, that's that's the limit. If there's if if there's tarmac, let them use it. If you don't want them on it, make it gravel. That's well, that's it. why we carved sure turn six it. away from from Sandown because there was no tarmac. Yeah, and what to do it? Screwed Sandown. That track is nowhere near as entertaining as it used to be. So it's because yeah. we don't kill cars on every single time someone turns off at ten at uh, turn six. Make a make a fluffier wall. I don't know. A fluff. <laughs> it was an earth bank. They were they were just going head on into an earth bank with about two tires in front of it. It made no you, difference. You you know those giant cushions that they use in extreme sports when they're like practicing, where they you know have those giant bloody yeah, air, I, air I hear. Put one of them on the wall in front of turn six and just put the dirt back there. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Well, look, that was still tire bundles. I'm talking those big air mattresses are going to be a lot softer than a tire bundle. Just whack a big one of those there. Not going to make a difference, mate. The car's going to stop at some point. All right. So let's go. (laughs) Let's go back here. Let's go back here. Penalties. All right. So yes, yes, there were there were an absolute gazillion black flags shown for track limits this weekend, which amazingly, when the driver gets called on taking the piss he doesn't actually go outside we only we're only talking one turn it's not every single turn that there's a track limit monitor on it's only the but they know they know know which one it is because they're the ones that will steal the most on on the rowan philosophy of racing which is if i if it's black i'm on it and yeah damn straight and then race control go well no there's a yellow line here i can't see it don't know what you're talking about. So, what yellow line? Yeah. yeah, what yellow line? Well, the one that you just got a penalty for. So, oh, I might stay inside that. So, track limits worked. They did work eventually because you can't tell them until you tell them because they'll just take the yeah, piss. Well, what do you get? You get three pings and then you get a, a bad sportsmanship. No, there's no there, necess- right? there's not necessarily a set number. It's a magic oh, number that oh. the drivers don't know what that is. Oh, and it's basically, it's basically at the discretion of race control with Beardo yeah. is basically Beardo just watching and seeing are they repeating the behaviour because they literally are taking the piss to widen that turn and, and gain more speed and gain an advantage or are they in a situation where they inadvertently just went over and made no advantage so I'm I'm just picturing Beardo in like race control every every race before before a race just with the dice and just gives it a little flick and whichever number it lands on it's like oh 
Four, yep, that's uh, that's the amount of times you can cross that line this race. So, <laughs> uh, so let's move on to the penalties. We've done that. So this is this is where we get into the fun stuff. Uh, SVG, as we all know, copped his five seconds for a bump and run on Willie Brown on the the last lap for a podium spot, and Willie was on the radio blowing up Deluxe. He was, uh, which is you know his his entitlement. I couldn't work out which one said, I'm just going to let him go or just let him go. Was that Tom? That, no, Will, Will, or was Will that said, Will, just, saying, Will, Will said, I'm just going to let him go. I'm just yeah. going to let him go. Because yeah. that's what I, I yeah. wasn't sure if it was which way it was going at that point. Well, if he lets him go, then we can lodge a protest. Yeah. If that's he doesn't let him go. That's what process was, yeah. And fight. And then you know, clash back and make contact. Then it's on him for causing yeah. a door to door and maybe pit maneuvering Shane as he comes past. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can deal with it post race, um, which is what happened. Yeah. So this is where the fun stuff starts. But here's the thing as well: it wasn't a post race penalty. Exactly right, because that <laughs> changes the complexity of whether Triple Eight can or cannot protest. Mm-hmm. The penalty issued because if it was in race, you can't protest it. It was an in race penalty issued post race. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was an in race penalty issued after those cars had crossed the line. Ah, but okay. the remainder never... of the field have not finished the race. Because I never heard anything on the radios or the commentary about that penalty well, nobody being knew issued what, until... Nobody, nobody knew. They were all too busy just trying to work out what had just happened. Yeah. And they were they were too busy sending Chad down to they the were too busy garage chatting to, to Barry. shove <laughs> a camera in Barry's face and find out how much juice they're going to get, how much spicy oh. chocolate with sprinkles they're going to get well, by shoving bad. a camera and a microphone in Barry's face one second after the drivers have just come over the line so well we'll get to this so this was mm-hmm. not a post-race investigation where they've got all the data yeah they've issued it in race there you go all right i didn't know that at the time because i missed all that on the uh commentary it's just timing. there we go yeah. it's just timing yeah. like uh, i'm watching i'm watching them interview baz yeah and it's like yeah we're gonna protest this and it's like bang pro there's already been a penalty applied yeah. So that we didn't actually even put a protest in to. because yeah, no. uh, race controller had already done it. Well, so Baz starts swearing his face off right in the we middle of the did. Well, right in the middle of the situation. It's this this is just like down in Tassie when yeah. Winner Bottom punts Brownie at 200 Ks an hour with a 56 G hit. Yeah, you go to the wall 10 seconds later. Yeah. Because that was that was actually a grudge payback because Brownie had tapped him on the way in. So Frosty taps yeah. him on the way out. And he already admitted that he did that. Yeah. And Frosty's but, uh, not a I dirty mean, racer, but he did it. This, so they shove a camera in Barry's face down there too to watch him. This this is the thing that gets me, right? About about the whole Barry thing. Like they 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 go in there, like he cops a five grand fine for this. But I reckon that's bullshit because they they went into that pit lane knowing full well that Baz was going to be pissed off. Absolutely. And that he was going to react the way he did. Yes. They knew that 110% that that was going to happen, and then he still cops a fine for it. I'm like, they I, were I just it. hoping he wasn't going to swear because it was live TV. Like, Barry, of course he's going to. 
Well, he's, he's a passionate dude. He gets fired up. He gets emotional. Like, you know, you, you know what you're going to get. Like, and, and for one, it's after nine o'clock at that time anyway. So you're allowed to swear on television. Why oh. is he getting a fine? Hang on. Because the fine's not being issued by ACMA. No, it's being issued by supercars. He no, bought... it's not. It's not even no. being issued by supercars. Oh, who issued it? The ones it's Motorsport Australia. It's been issued by Motorsport Australia. Oh. Not supercars. This is a Motorsport yeah. Australia fine. So yeah. the guys that sit above supercars who run Formula Vs and Hyundai XLs and Trans Ams and supercars so, have looked at the broadcast and said, you have sworn not. on live TV and it's a Motorsport Australia sanction. Yeah. So they've, they've done not supercar. Supercars got what they wanted. hundred percent. Supercars did, media yeah. got right. what they well, that, wanted. That that makes more sense then, because if if that had been supercars that just set out to him, that would have been. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So this is where people have lost their mind. Half the internet's lost it because I hate Baz. The other half have yep. gone Baz, go for it because you're telling the truth. Yep. Then you've got the Red Bull haters who are going Shane never gets pinged and Red Bull are a protected species. Thank God he got a penalty. And then you got the Red Bull supporters who go, that's rubbish. There was nothing in that. And this is yep. just Erebus being sooks and Barry being a sook and Will Brand being a sook. Yep. Then you got some people in the middle who actually understand what the hell is going on and aren't so one-eyed and aren't so prejudicial and they're happy to look at the entire circumstance and they come to their own opinion as to, like you asked me at the start of the potty, did I believe that this was a, a warranted penalty or not? Yeah. And I try to take my one eye to, uh, like, if I can put it in anybody else's context, I would still believe that that deserved a penalty for a effectively a bump and run. Yeah. Regardless of who did what to who. Yeah. Baz has now been sanctioned by MA. Yeah. Internet's lost their mind. He now has to, well, he has a choice. He can pay the 5K, walk away, and do it again. Yep. Which means the next one will be 10K. <laughs> uh It'll just like grow up if he does it again, or he can pay the two and a half and has to do community service. So he's now in the naughty corner, and apparently he's got to do community service, sitting in on a super two session to see how hard they do it, which is why he's giggling. Yeah, yeah, he's got to he's got to show some respect to the stewards, and he's got to sit in on a super two session. And by showing respect to the stewards, the first thing he says is, I'm going to bring my violin. <laughs> so I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going, to, going to take you to violin. Because they've got it so hard in Super 2s. So he's going to march <laughs> down and hang out with Terry Wyhoon at Sandown and run oh, the Jack and, and watch, watch him run Jack Perkins' car. Yeah. And work out how hard the Super 2s guys have got it. Dude, put him on a flag. Put him on turn six. As an, on a flag on a flag marshal station for the entire weekend, where you only get one sandwich, one bottle of water, the sandwiches <laughs> and the one that you ordered, and you're not allowed to move or go to the toilet. <laughs> There's your community service to motorsport at a state-based racing round. Damn straight, that'll be more fun. Well, it won't, it won't be fun. It's actually, you know, that's that's your community service. It's like picking up rubbish on the side of the freeway. Yeah, working at work. Yeah. When when but, a team manager of a supercars car is working on turn turn four at Sandown, parked on the yeah. infield, and is now flaggy for the day. Yeah. 
Or you just go hang out with Terry for the day in the Super 2's car, which you're engineering anyway. Just go do that, yeah. I think, I don't know, I'm just, well, you know, the, I guess the penalty, it's got it's got to be there. You can't have people just constantly Why? going off like that. It's not too bad at night time, but, uh, Why? you know. That's, Why? They got what they wanted. They got what they wanted. Well, now, now that you've said, because I didn't realise, I thought it was supercars. Now that I know it's Motorsport Australia, supercars got what they wanted. Motorsport Australia, do they necessarily want that? Not really. They want people to, which will move on surely. But just before we move on to the next one, they've been doing this. They've been doing this to Tim Edwards for the last four years. Oh yeah. As soon as Cam and Chaz would come together, or they there'd be an issue with one of their cars, or someone's get taken out. The first thing supercars media have is a camera in Tim Edwards' face, waiting for him to blow up. How many fines has he copped for uh, having a blow up in the uh, in in the pits? Has he copped any? Because he's had a few. He's had a few tirades. Yeah, but not in a post-race interview where he's been swearing as much. They've let yeah, that stuff true. go. Yeah, ba- 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 Barry Barry did get a little bit more. Uh, I agree with everything animated. he said. I agree oh, with everything. I absolutely everything oh, I'm, he said. I'm, 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 this 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 is not a, a drive at Barry at all. By the way, here I, I think go for it. I love I love the passion that he's got. I love his emotion. I love everything about it. So. I'm I'm not having a dig at Barry here at all. I think it's it's what I yeah, what I for it, mate. So what I am annoyed about is a hypocritical attitude there of everybody else who says, "Oh, the sport's so vanilla. The drivers can't say anything. The yeah. team owners can't say anything." The minute we get chocolate and they do. sprinkles, oh, yeah. holier than thou. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. There are children watching. Somebody think of the children. I mean, come on, pull your head in. If your child has not heard the word I fuck or shit. You- Right in now, primary school, then you just, are you are fooling yourself. Just going to a supercars event and speaking to supercars fans, I can tell you 110% for a fact right now that their kids have heard those words a thousand times over. They hear them in the schoolyard. They they hear them on the television shows you let them watch. Yeah. So, so calm down with your pious, hypocritical, holier-than-thou attitude. It happened. It was what Supercars Media wanted for the instant yep. reaction because it was a pretty intense situation, pretty emotive at the time, where Shane is lent on Will. Will's going for a podium. Shane's going for a podium. Shane's come back from friggin' 20th on yep. the grid, don't forget, because he had he had no time uh, set in quality because of the curb strike. Yeah, yeah. So he's run straight he's through the field again from 20th because yeah. he, he had no time uh, recorded. Shane, Shane done what Shane does. That's what he does. So, yeah. And we're still up there fighting for a podium. Yeah. But, you know, they, his they way got through, that, but... which is standard Shane Fair, which we want, what, what yeah. you want, what I want, a bit more argy-bargy, happened to be yeah. our guy, pushed our guy wide. I'm not happy with that. Doesn't matter if it was my guy or anybody else's guy. That kind of was dirty pull. Yeah. And then he run down to the garage like 20 seconds after it happens and expect, expect poli- like a, poli- sun- a, poli- a political answer yeah. from a ranger. <laughs> you weren't getting that from Baz, that's for sure. Dude, so. I'm a ranger. No. There's no way I was going to be diplomatic about it either. I'm all for it. Let him go. Let him have the, the excitement. You know, same with Cam on the Saturday, having his little dig on the team radio. That was... Well, which you know? is why we're moving straight in here. So we all see yeah. that Baz gets his 5K, two and a half suspended, a bit of community service, does a day with the Super 2s. 
So then Cam Waters, let's go straight back to your point. Cam Waters has a team radio when he gets his five-second penalty for the unsafe release, gets informed of it by his team on an encrypted radio channel and then starts swearing his face off and calling yep. it for what it what it, what he thought it was. And, sw- and I'm trying to not swear on this because we're trying to keep it non-explicit. So for context, it's like, that's effing BS. That's a joke. These... No, no wonder, wonder all the, no wonder all the, drivers, the drivers are, are leaving. wanting to leave this category. Yeah. Bunch of sea heads at the back end yeah. of it, right? And so, he's, uh, well, he's, 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 um, engineer called it a joke of a category as well when they uh, asked what the penalty was for. So, you know, that's right. That's, so let, let's, let's deal with this. This is an encrypted communication between a driver and his engineer. Yeah. Supercars Media have access to all of the radio feeds from every car, all race. They have, yep. they have telemetry data so they can make the graphics, they can do all that stuff. They got the, All of the car's data goes through the Hino, like through the, the central nerve yeah. center of supercars in that yep. garage where the Hino hub is as well so they can access it. And then they give the feed out to every team. Every team only gets their feed of data via supercars. Supercars gets yeah. every single team's feed. They need it to use it for the judiciary. Beto needs yeah. all of that information as well, right? For Hawkeye. Is, do you know, is is that telemetry, is that radio broadcast, is that live or is that delayed and they knew what was being delayed. said? Or is that straight it's up delayed. Live? It's, it's delayed. It's, the, so it's delayed. Yeah. the directors uh, have all of that information from every single team, every single radio. And yeah. they, they, they have people listening to them going, oh, clip this. They take the clip, and then they run and back. It in. Then they yeah. show a little replay, and then yeah. they insert the audio over the top. Or they can also plan right. to drop it in live on the live or commentary, yeah. which is why, which is the most annoying thing on the planet when these commentators, usually scafe, yeah. is still talking oh, when they are broadcasting shit a driver's radio communication. They're not actually aware at the point. There's no big red blinking light that says we're dropping in some audio so you can just shut up. Let us get this audio over this video out Mm. there and then you can continue on with your rambling and your dribbling that you were talking about, about how somebody's going to go wide but they never really did. Yeah, that's true, because they've got that in F1, don't they? When they do it in F1, it pops up on the screen like race radio, and then there'll be a delay of probably a couple of seconds before they actually play the radio. So that actually pops up on the F1 telecast as well, so they can all see that. And the commentators stop talking, because yeah. the race, because the director who, of uh, Supercars Media, who's actually putting the uh, broadcast to air, yeah. if they're going to find this little snippet that they want to put in and do a little overlay, yeah. The last thing I want to try to discern is because the radios are so terrible anyway. You can barely yeah. understand what they're saying without interference of the base commentators talking over the top of it. Mm. It's Crompton and Scaife, yeah. plus whatever else they're talking in pit lane. You see Cam Waters' broadcast there. He has brought that this sport into so much more disrepute. What he said compared to what Barry said, that's a million more times dis- disrespectful to the category. 
but the reason he didn't get any anything for it was because supercars chose to relay that information when they didn't have to. Correct. Exactly yeah. right. Calm your farm. They chose not to dump. They have five yeah. seconds. The director in that van yeah. sits there watching the live feed, and then you, on the other monitor is the broadcast feed, and yeah. there is a safety. A delay, yeah, yeah, always. And they went, oh, this is nah. mint. I'm not dumping. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave that where This is, is what we wanted. This is what yeah. they wanted. And this yep. is what everybody else wants. And then the well, fans turn around and go, oh, you can't swear. You could have made your point a lot more diplomatically than that without swearing. Yeah, of course he could have. 100% yeah. he could have. But is he likely to? No. Is no. that the reason they run down there? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, they, they know what they know what they're getting. It was all intentional. It was all there. It's just, you know, and it it's entertainment, you know. That's what Absolutely. people want to see. So now we've just That's spent what gets like 10 talking. minutes talking about it. That yep. and the comparison with Waters talking to his engineer, swearing and calling the, the sport a joke and um, a bunch of cockheads yeah. and no sanction. They asked Shane what he thought about that. Uh, on, and he agreed. I think it was post-race on Sunday. He said, I agree completely with what Cam said. So well, you know. I agree completely with what Cam said, 100%, yep. which yep. is why in his post-race interview, Shane's going, hoo-hoo, I'm out. Yeah. Um, See you later, guys. So let's let's just tidy this up. Let's wind this up. We're we're focusing on like this too much. So yeah. we got all that stuff. Uh, now this is the most interesting penalty that I have ever heard of. That actually has some pretty cool ramifications. Macaulay Jones did a bump and run on Jack Smith on his last teammate. Lap, yeah, last lap, turn eight, identical to Shane and Will Brown. Yeah. McCauley hit Jack Smith, got a five-second penalty, which then put him down, and Jack Smith ended up into 15th position post-race. This is post-race. Yeah. Jack Smith actually had the fastest lap. Which got him the five points. This is the second fastest lap Jack Smith has actually had at a circuit, but the first one was three years ago, and there was no such thing as fastest lap points. So Jack Smith actually outdrove everybody else for one lap, got bumped up into 15th, which gave him the points for the first time. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Most interesting penalty that was ever issued by a race control onto teammates who are at 15th and 16th. See, because normally with teammates, they let them go. They just say, well, you guys can it's sort It's the last lap. They're, they're other, 15th so, and yeah. 16th. But, like, I'm just Nobody kind of cares, thinking yeah. there might have been some sympathy issued with uh, the fact that if they do issue the penalty to McCauley, Jack actually gets those points, that five Jack, points. Jack gets some points, yeah. <laughs> gets five championship points for being 15th because. Yeah. So that was, but that was interesting. interesting. The penalty we haven't talked about is uh, Cam's unsafe release. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. We, we we were going to, but we didn't. We didn't talk about it at all. Oh, we talked about swearing about it, but not what it was actually yeah. for. Yeah. So the like I, I know supercars have more telemetry than what we have and everything like that, but looking at it, I reckon that was a pretty soft penalty from uh from supercars. They they did say that, that 
Feeney did have to slow down substantially more than what he previously than what he would have. But when you look at it, I don't think there was anything in that at all, really. So I don't blame Cam for being pissed off about it. Four hundred and fifty psi on the break. Yeah, because if he didn't do that, he yeah. was going to hit Cam's car. Yeah, that's an impediment, and yeah. that's the difference between what it what it appears like visually. Yeah, because you're just assuming that he's slowing down anyway. But he yeah. basically, mate, he had to stamp on the brake pedal had and almost it, yeah. pull that car dead up. Otherwise, he was going to clip Water's car on the way out. So you reckon, and this is this is, but this is where I kind of come come back in here. Do you think because there was still a fair bit of a gap there, was that gap big enough for him to not hit him, or do you reckon that gap? It's irrelevant. When you're on the fast lane, the rules are the rules of the sport are you have the right away. But what I'm saying is, because Feeney has had the break. Do I do I think that if he didn't break as hard as he did, yeah, to give him enough gap, there would have been a big enough gap, yeah. Who knows? He could have just rolled in and just timed it and gone, well, I'm not going to break. I'm not going to push 450. Yeah. I'm only going to put 300 pound in it, and I'm going to miss him by like one yeah. inch. Given that I'm making a judgment that he's going to be on the same speed going out, I'm going to aim for his butt and hope to yeah. miss him, or I'm going to yeah. make it safe so I don't hit him and get a penalty, but yeah. he's got the right away. Yeah. He got cut off. It's as simple as yeah. that. That's and true. Yeah, they've got, exactly. they've got, they've got it. What it looks like visually, I agree with you, hundred percent. Because I'm looking at it with my mates, going, I don't get it. I don't understand why that's an unsafe release because there was no contact and it looked like there was enough gap. The only reason it looked like there was enough gap was because Brock stamped on the brake pedal. Yeah, that made right. the gap. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair then. I, I reckon that's fair. They know what's going on. But all right. Well, that's it for the penalties then. So we're, yes. we're done. There's yeah. there enough of them. Thank so. you. And internet, everybody on the internet, just calm your farm. Goodness oh, sake. Just relax. Take a chill pill. Sit back. Have a little think before you jump on your frigging keyboard and have a go. So. Oh, hell, the abuse, the abuse that Will Brown's been copying. This weekend, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous. It's vile. Yeah. Some of it's vile. And I'm then with, I'm, I'm and same with, for uh, Shane as well. Shane's copping the same man of oh, the copping it, Red yeah. Bull haters as well. Everyone, I'm, I'm, chill I'm, out. I'm with uh, I'm with Chazzy on his no social hate uh, thing. There, just don't be. You can you can have an opinion. You just don't need to attack people personally. That's like everyone is entitled to their opinion. Don't make it personal and start calling people names and being a dickhead. Though it's it's that simple. It's that yep. simple. 100%. You can have your opinion. You can have your opinion without being a prick to someone. So that's it. That's all I got to say on that matter. Because otherwise, I agree. I'm fired up myself. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not do that. All right. Let's just <laughs> let's, let's just speaking of getting fired up. Let's just boogie onto the parody thing. Can we please move this quickly? Mm, move this quickly. Yeah, it's it's not there. We need to do more. Blah blah blah. Let's move on. <laughs> We've had 19 races, eight different winners, nine different pole winners. They haven't all been 50-50 with Camaro and Mustang. That's fair. Um, the deg wasn't a bigger issue at Sydney as as I thought it might have been to yeah. manage. I think all the teams managed it quite well. Everybody tried different strategies in the pits, and they were working for different people at different times. There is still definitely not racing 
parity for all of the Mustang teams to be on their day as competitive as Camaro. Can we just accept that, that we haven't got it right yet? Yeah. And they're still working on it. That's the thing. Even the boss of Ford, uh, Ford uh, uh, Motorsports said that, you know, he said at least, you know, Supercars is working on it. They Should they have done it sooner? Yes. But are they working on it now to make it, you know, better? Yes, they are. So, you know, they'll, they'll keep Did working on it. Did you read that? Hopefully. Did yeah, you read his yeah. statement? Yeah. He's so close to throwing the toys out the cot. So, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, they're not happy, but he's, he's at least giving them credit for moving in the right direction now. So They've been saying know. that since February. Yeah, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see how we go. But anyway, that's enough of parody. I'm sick of talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so am I. So am I. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully it's fixed for the Enduros, though. That's all, you know, or better by the Enduros, which we've only got one more round before they kick in. So, you know. Yeah, and it's the That's bend. Gonna be fun. Yeah, fun. Uh, what else have we got here? All right, All right. Then, uh, let's get to the fun stuff. Let's get to the gossip. I reckon. Well, do we save the uh the silly season chatter for our uh, our, our pre race uh party before the next round because we we we've gone a bit long here. We've gone, yeah, we've okay. Gone, yeah, so I reckon, right. reckon we save that. So we've got a little bit more to talk for for the uh for the pre race uh all right pre pre round party. Thanks for coming again, guys. Been a uh, been good fun. It was a good weekend. Yeah, it's and went over time, but we probably yeah. talked too long about penalties. But no, we did. That's all right. Here's Shit what happens. it is. Let no, us know what you think. Come and talk to us on the socials. Check us out on Facebook. Chat with a hat. Uh, check us out on Spotify and uh, what Apple Podcasts and about a half a Podcast. dozen other platforms. Yeah, if you've if you if you've got a podcast thing, we're probably on it there. So have a squeeze. Yeah. Yep. But otherwise, yeah. legit, Facebook's a way to get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. If you agree with us, if you don't agree with us. Yeah, give us some feedback. The more feedback, the better. And uh, if we 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 want to start kind of bringing in some fan things and interaction into the show as well. So start popping your comments up there. Tell us what you think. Give us some opinions, and you know we might pop them on the potty if we if we get a few of them up there and we can start a segment that we can have a you know a bit of the what fans say or something like that we'll uh we'll bring it on there so yeah start start telling us what you think on the uh on the socials as well and uh getting a bit more interactive with us because we'd, we'd love to hear what you guys think as well you guys put up with our shit and listen to <laughs> listen to what we think every weekend so tell tell us what you think as well and we can uh bring that into the show we're done cool. all Get right out of here. i'm hungry we're out all right. all right talk to you all Thank you very much, Ro. Talk to you later. You look pretty in your dress. I liked it. Thank you. Peace out, guys. See you soon.